Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Reggie's Expressions. But before we get started, I need to tell you about how great this application called Anchor is. That's the application that I'm using to record this right now. This application is great because it allows you to be able to record a podcast and do all the things that you need in terms of editing in one place, all right? I used this application before, and not only did I have to record it, I had to download it from this thing and add it to this and add it. It was just too much. I found out about Anchor, and I realized how easy it was. They have all the creation tools and everything that you're going to need right from your phone. You can edit, you can add music, whatever you need directly from the application. Like I said, it's all in one place. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. I can't reiterate that enough, all right? So all you guys got to do is go and download the Anchor app, either from your Google Play Store or your Apple Play Store or wherever you get your, your apps from on your phone. Or you can do it the traditional way by going to anchor.fm to get started. All right, guys, enjoy this episode. Thank you so much again. And don't forget, you can find us on Reggie's Expressions, and that's Reggie's underscore expressions on Instagram. Enjoy the episode. Hey, what's up, guys? It is time for another episode of Reggie's Expressions. And I have another special guest hanging out with me today. Her name is Miss Patrice Ahart Hair on social media. And she also has her own podcast called Hey Sis Hey. So we're going to get into the discussion today. We've been talking a lot about therapy. And I hinted a little bit about a few ideas of therapy, um, mostly talk therapy, because that's what I go through or do myself. But we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, self-care and how important that is in terms of, you know, the overall um, idea of caring for yourself, being kind to yourself, as well as, you know, making sure that you are your own and most important best interest. So uh, Patrice and I are going to dig a little deeper into that here um and we're gonna have just a discussion where you know we talk about uh just our experiences and and uh you know her go more into depth in terms of you know the beauty industry and being a trychologist which i had no idea what that was and so she until she told me but she's gonna <laughs> talk about that and we're just gonna see how the conversation goes so Give us just a minute here, guys. Uh, we'll be right back. Don't forget to follow us on social media. Reggie's underscore expressions. So that's R-E-G-G-E-E-S underscore expressions on Facebook and Instagram. If you find me there. And you can also find me on um, um, Facebook, too. And I'll tell you all that here in a moment. So we're going to take a little bit of a break. And then we're going to come right back. We'll talk soon. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm excited we are in season three. I talk about that all the time because I'm so excited that we are here. Um, and it's going pretty well. We're in our fourth week. And uh, I got to tell you guys about how easy it is to make a podcast. You guys know that I've been using Anchor. I've been using Anchor for a while. And, 
It's so easy. All you got to do is download the application, Anchor FM, and then you can just record. They also have spots to where you can record, uh, um, you know, uh, commercials. You can actually you call your friends and, and, you know, do an interview from there instead of using all these other weird and crazy technology things that are very, very complicated. It's all in the application and I definitely use it. You can put little music in there. You can edit, you can add things, you can remove things. You can literally have your own professional podcast from Anchor and it's free. All right. So download Anchor FM today to start your podcast. share it and I think a lot of times in the black and brown community we're not open to grieving okay and uh, we're going to talk about self-care as I said um we you know there are many different ways that we can really navigate life and you know I am a big advocate for talk therapy because that is something that has been the most impactful to me but I do understand and know that there are other uh, avenues too. Now, mind you guys, I'm not an expert. I'm not somebody who is um, trained to tell you what to do. I'm just simply talking about my experience and exploring avenues that, you know, come up along the way that may help me too. And one thing that I know that I need to do more of is self-care. You know, um, I personally have heard that word uh, come around. It's a little bit of a buzzword. But I really don't know what it means. So I have uh, Patrice here who's in the beauty uh, industry. And I like to think someone who uh, helps with uh, self-care with some of the things that she does. And I feel like she is going to be the expert on this. So, uh, yeah, Patrice, um, tell us who you are, if you don't mind, ma'am. Absolutely. But first of all, Ricky, thank you so much for inviting me into this beautiful space of yours. I love... No worries. I love the the vibe it gives me, just Reggie's expressions. I love that. <laughs> Thank um, you. <clears throat> so, my name is Patrice Renee. I am a licensed cosmetologist, and I am in the process of becoming a certified and licensed trichologist. There's a lot of ologists, but <laughs> <laughs> it's just a fancy little way. Uh, for me to bring my love for the medical field and science into the beauty industry, particularly in the black and brown community. Mm -hmm. um, I have my own podcast right here on Anchor. You inspire me to continue on with nice. that part because I too love talk therapy. And as a matter of fact, um, I think talk therapy is, 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 it's very biblical to me. Mm -hmm. um, there's a scripture um, in the New Testament that says that in the in the uh, something don't don't have me live on your podcast, Lord. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, it reads to this degree, and I can find it later on if someone's interested in finding the exact place it says this. But in the multitude of counsel, there is safety, mm -hmm. and. Um, that it, when I first read that years ago, um, when I was establishing my relationship with, with God, 
uh, that was very therapeutic for me. And I wouldn't and I wouldn't know the full reason why I gravitated to that particular scripture mm-hmm. until I experienced a highly traumatizing experience mm-hmm. um, in my adult life with um, in a former relationship. Wow. Okay. That would introduce the importance of therapy and the concept of therapy to me mm-hmm. long before it was a popular thing to say or do. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Yeah. That's a that's an interesting way to look at it because I feel the same way when it comes to talk therapy. It's something that I gravitated to. I've always I was having this conversation with Carlos. Oh no, we were talking about on the podcast uh, earlier this week about um you know how how I speak I've always talked this way even as a child yeah I was very like vivid with words and and being able to explain myself and you know being told that I sound like an adult so for me I this is the only way that I've able been able to you know really kind of express myself I've had moments where you know I wasn't able to express myself fully because of whatever reason and, um, you know, because I was a scared or a, a scared, afraid. I was going to try to say scared and afraid, <laughs> but uh, uh, because I was afraid or I didn't feel like it was valuable. But once you get <clears throat> that piece of confidence in terms of, you know, people listening to what you have to say, you realize how, number one, people gravitate, gravitate to you. And sometimes people will use you as a vessel to be able to explain how they feel. You know, even though they may not see strength in themselves to be able to do it. So it's definitely something I, I find, um, you know, I, I take it. I'm very, very, uh, uh, how do you say? I'm very passionate about, you know, talk therapy and it, to some degree, you know, for me to talk about it as much as I did. But as I was stating, you know, uh, self-care is something I feel like I need to do more of. Me and Carlos both have massage envy. Um you know, um, memberships, but we, you know, may go every other month. You know what I'm saying? We literally have enough to go, you know, once a week for a month, you know? So, um, having the access to it is something that we do have, but, you know, allowing yourself that kindness to, you know, to, to go through it is something that I know I struggle with. Right. So, um, so, do you consider what you do, Miss um, uh, Patrice Renee, uh, a form of self care, or do you think that it's well? Yeah, how do you how do you see, you know, your your part in the industry? I guess. So I love that question because it it it, it allows me to share why I even started. Okay. So I can kind of go go in that route. <coughs> yeah. Um, I was never, I never thought about going to the beauty industry because my mother, she's a salon owner mm-hmm. and a licensed cosmetologist of over 30 years experience. Mm-hmm. And for me, I always saw myself as a professional businesswoman, power business suit, looking mm-hmm. bad and badass, you know, mm-hmm. all that working in a corporate area. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, um, I I got into a relationship that, of course, uh, led to a marriage Mm -hmm. um, in 2007, Mm -hmm. and uh, in 2008, I got pregnant, Um, and all these great things were happening on the outside, but 
inside, behind the scenes, I was experiencing um, ex- uh, growing abuse from mm-hmm. my ex-spouse. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it was verbal. It was mental. It was spiritual. Mm-hmm. It was financial. Um, and there were moments of physical. Mm-hmm. Now, and it and it wasn't it it wasn't anything that I recognized as bad. Mm-hmm. It was it was just like oh these are just the growing pains. Right. But it wasn't until um it wasn't until uh, I was hospitalized oh, no. uh, Labor Day mm-hmm. Labor on, on Labor Day of 2011. Mm-hmm. Um. I have been experiencing all sorts of health ailments that were manifesting physically mm-hmm. from almost blacking out to sudden, sudden dizzy spells mm-hmm. to erratic breathing and, and feeling so sick. Mm-hmm. And it all culminated to where I found myself trying to drive with my son, who was, in the, he was a baby at the time, mm-hmm. um, in the car seat. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like a tall, a little taller. He wasn't even. He was probably like one. Let's see, Yeah, he was. He was. He was young. Mm-hmm. And um, and I was trying to drive, and I found myself trying to wait because the roads in front of me were intertwining. So I was trying to stay in my lane, but my lane mm-hmm. in reality was me driving into incoming traffic. Oh no. And so, and it was like, I, and every time I would, I would blink, I kept seeing flashing spots of color. Mm-hmm. And so finally, someone said, you need to go to the ER right now. Mm-hmm. So, I, so I drove me and Ethan to the local hospital, to the ER. Mm-hmm. Long story short, they uh, took my vitals and all of that. And they asked, how was I feeling? And, you know, I didn't, I wasn't feeling anything per se, just that I just realized, I just couldn't, things were confusing. Like, mm-hmm. I just kept seeing spots of color. Mm-hmm. But I could talk coherently and I could understand just spots of color. Every time I was blinking, mm-hmm. it was causing me to blink even more. And I was trying to blink away the color spots. Mm-hmm. And they, they, they took my um, blood pressure and they said, Miss, at the time I was a McKinney, said, Miss McKinney, Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna have to hospitalize you. Is there anybody can come get your son? And I was like, Well, why? What's wrong? They said your heart rate is extremely slow, like it's about to stop. Oh my gosh! And we're trying to figure out. Yeah, we're trying to figure out why you don't feel any weirder or any symptoms. Mm-hmm. And wow. what what they said? What it? In a sense, my heart rate was like. My heart rate, it was beating so slow, I should have been in um, intensive care. Wow. And um, so they, 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 you know, I called my then husband and told him to come get Ethan, told him what was going on. Mm-hmm. They put me in the hospital and they did a series of tests. They called in all these doctors. At the time, I worked with a group of cardiologists. So mm-hmm. thankfully, one of my favorite cardiologists in the office was on call. So he came in. He was asking me about my cardiac care. Mind you, I am athletic, so I've never mm-hmm. had health issues. You know, I didn't drink. I didn't smoke. I tried to eat healthy, you know, all those kind of things. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't explain anything. So when they called in a neurologist, 
he did his test and he did his test twice. And when he came back to see me after the second round of tests, he said, he asked me, are you undergoing any kind of stress? Mm -hmm. And I was like, and I'm thinking to myself, no, because my mind was, you know, this is normal. Mm -hmm. What I was experiencing in my home life was normal. We were still technically newlyweds. We were under five years married. Mm -hmm. um, we had a young baby. And the things that, you know, we weren't seeing eye to eye, weren't agreeing and all this kind of stuff. So at, the at that time, I was like, I'm not really under any crazy stress. There are issues, but it's not like craziness. Mm -hmm. And he said, Miss McKinney, your body is your your neurons and your brain, everything is firing off. It's like you're having seizures. Mm. And from what we see, you've been having seizures for an extensive amount of time. Mm. And we're trying to understand why you haven't <coughs> dropped, why mm. you haven't felt anything else. Mm. And I and I started thinking back and that the whole year, you know, the previous month all year there were moments I was vomiting suddenly. There mm -hmm. were moments where I, I would, you know, go to sleep quickly and feel like I'd been asleep forever, but I, mm -hmm. I didn't look at it as a health crisis. Mm -hmm. So that's, and I know I'm, you know, I think you asked me how do, do I think what I do is self-care. That leads to realizing that I had let myself completely go mm -hmm. and my health was suffering to the point where according to the medical team I was going to die young mm. there was no way I should have been still doing what I was doing and operating like I was operating with what was happening in my body biologically and chemically mm -hmm. so that stay in the hospital, it kept me in for a week. That stay in the hospital was the first time I had been away from my home mm -hmm. and my husband. Mm -hmm. And I got the, but the best sleep I have had since being married to him. Mm -hmm. I began, everything became, I got so much clarity. I was having clearer dreams. Mm -hmm. And it is in that space that um, I began to, it's gonna sound a little kooky, but I began to see my husband with who eventually became his mistress. Mm. That's not kooky. That's, that's <laughs> some people would call that intuition or premonition, so that's yeah, not kooky at all. Okay, people like, girl, that sounds a witchy woo. I said, well, really <laughs> no, like, no. Okay. Mm -hmm. But, and so, and I, and, and I was, and I was, and I, was ignoring it wasn't I was ignoring all the signs I wasn't calling a spade for a spade because mm -hmm. I recognize the red flag mm -hmm. but I'm a Christian woman mm -hmm. married to a pastor Oof. and I have to pray him through and eat bobo shot by you know pray mm -hmm. him and speak in tongues and all that mm -hmm. but I'm dying physically mm -hmm. and my my hair is falling out Mm -hmm. My skin is jacked up. My nails are brittle because, um, as of course, as I've gotten into my career, mm -hmm. when your body begins to experience stress, mm -hmm. you know, emotions, your, your body begins to respond first in your nails, mm 
You're scanning your hair. Yeah. So, <laughs> I didn't know that. Huh? I said, I didn't know that. <clears throat> yeah, so all of that was happening, and that health crisis turned into what would be the, the starting catalyst mm-hmm. for me realizing I matter. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm <sighs> and I'm way more valuable, and, mm-hmm. I don't, and I don't have to choose this. I don't have to accept this level of stress. Mm-hmm. And that level of stress is in the form of a toxic marriage. Mm-hmm. And so when I got out of the hospital, you know, I confronted my, my, my then husband. He at first tried to make me feel like I was crazy. Mm-hmm. And he began to threaten to take my son from me. Mm-hmm. Um, he had people in our church, including our pastor, mm-hmm. um, kind of in that Luke, he's very, he's, uh, he was very charismatic, very, you know, just charming and all that. And he was in denial until I said, I know you're having an affair. Mm -hmm. I know who she is. I know she's married as well. Mm -hmm. And these are the conversations you are having. And I began to tell him verbatim Mm -hmm. who he was talking to, what the words were, and how they were planning to help him cover up his tracks. Wow. I was having because I was having the clarity in the dreams mm-hmm. and when I told him that he got infuriated this and the other we ended up separating it was a violent separation in a sense mm-hmm. um but when I finally got into well slow down so me and my son we were homeless for a, a, a month or so mm-hmm. and um we lived out of a car in the storage room here in Columbus mm-hmm. until I was able to accumulate enough money to get my own place. And in, in, my, in, in my own apartment with my baby, I realized that I'm really broken mm-hmm. and I need to talk to somebody. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> if I don't, I may not, I, I can head across the Chattahoochee River, I can head across this bridge, but I'm more than likely going to drive the car over the edge. Mm. So I, I got into therapy, and in the session, she told me, you know what, Patrice, you like makeup. You need to put on lipstick. Mm-hmm. And whenever he comes and picks up your son, you wear lipstick. Mm-hmm. Because he was trying, he made me feel in, incredibly ugly, unwanted, undesirable. He uh, was very mean-spirited in his words to me during a separation time. Mm-hmm. And for me to feel better about myself and to get my confidence back up and going, I began to care about my makeup again. So I started putting on lipstick. Then I started putting on lashes. Mm-hmm. Then I started putting on getting my brows together. Mm-hmm. And that led to the realization that the more I, the better I feel that I look, the better I am, produ- the more productive I am in my life. Mm-hmm. And the more productive I am in my life, the more confident I am in my life. Mm-hmm. And that was self-care. That's how my career became really birthed. That's, mm-hmm. that's like, if I can feel good like this coming out of a really bad situation, what other woman needs this as well? Mm-hmm. And that's so... True. Saying all that to say, and I'm sorry if I've gone long winded to let me know. Stop me. No, no, time, you're good. You're good. That I, I definitely think that what I do fits into self care 
because it is a time for a man and a, a woman, even children, mm-hmm. to come and let someone else take care of you. Right. Mm-hmm. You, you know, nor- I think we need to normalize, normalize being pampered. Mm-hmm. It's not a luxury. It's not a once in a lifetime. It's not mm-hmm. a when I get my tax refund. Like, like right. you and your husband, we have a membership in Massage Envy for every month. Mm-hmm. Right. For <laughs> a couple years yeah. now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting that you say that because, you know, self-care, you know, something that you just said in terms of self-care, it's not something that, it's not like an extracurricular, it's something that should be a part of your normal routine. And, mm-hmm. you know, when I, when I was hearing you say what you had to say, you know, number one, that was an unfortunate story and I'm glad and I'm thankful that you took the time to explain that to us because Carlos is here and, um, you know, uh, I'm glad that you got through it, but <clears throat> it did take a level of self-care or self-awareness for you to be able to understand the situation that you were in. And that is also being self-aware is a part of self-care too. Um, and I think that while you were saying that I was wondering why I don't, you know, uh, indulge into self-care. Cause I think uh, more, cause I think, you know, uh, meditation, you know, it's, it's, you know, mm-hmm. is a form of that, um, you know, laying in the stillness, you know, uh, letting, you know, being mindful. I think these are all things that are, um, and, you know, important. But for me, I think the issue is, is number one, I'm, I'm alone all the time. You know, mm-hmm. but a lot of times when I'm alone, it's because of the circumstances around me. Like, for example, I work, so I'm upstairs. You know what I'm saying? I don't really interact with anybody or see anybody during the day too much. But that's just because of the circumstances of Carlos being at work and me working in the office. But whenever I actually decide to do these self-care things, with the exception of massage, the massage is really because I have to go, you know, set an appointment. Sometimes I forget two, three days pass or whatever. But... The other aspects of it is like being alone with myself is something that I, f- I haven't mastered yet. I was going to say fear, but I haven't mastered yet because, you know, I don't know what to do with all these thoughts and things that I have other than to, you know, try to solve them. You know what I'm saying? Because that's been the mode that I've been in for so long. So um, I need to figure out how to work on that. So, <clears throat> uh you know, I, I again, I like I said, I appreciate you telling me that. So I have another question for you. Um, sure. <clears throat> well, I want to a couple things. I do have another question for you, but I want to let everybody know a little bit of the backstory behind you and I. So um, Patrice and I met through our really good friend Arlena, who um, untimely passed away in 2019, November of ni- 2019, <laughs> from AML uh, leukemia. And uh, it was a tragic uh, uh, experience, and I actually watched uh, Patrice perform. I don't know if it was a poem or just spoken word or whatever the case may be, which is something that Darlena was into as well. And we became friends, you know, over Facebook through our connection through Darlena. So um, we maintained a, a friendship as a result of our relationship with Darlena, and you know, she's one of the sweetest people that I've uh, met. Um, but um, so my next question is, is the obvious one. What are what are some things that you do in terms of self-care and, you know, uh, <clears throat> yeah. What are some of the things that you do in terms of uh, self-care? 
Um, some of the things that I do uh, in terms of self care is I I love having what my fiance calls our moments. Mm-hmm. Um, I will I love having weekly coffee moments. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a fan of Starbucks. I used to be a Starbucks employee mm, back okay. when I was in college. Okay. And I love this. I love the smell of coffee brewing. I love the the taste of espresso. I love the sound of the the, mm-hmm. the, the, the milk frother machine. I love I mm-hmm. love everything about Starbucks mm-hmm. and everything about any coffee house. Mm-hmm. I love it. So I will take myself to um, to a coffee house locally, mm-hmm. and I usually go by myself. Now I do like if we're me and him on a date, or if I'm with my son. We're having a mom and son time together. We may go, but I typically go by myself and I sit there and I make it a very satisfying experience. I take a look at the menu, see what's new. I ask questions. I'm particular how I want my monkey business latte or my pistachio almond, whatever that they got going on. And I even have a book, my laptop, a pen, paper, and I can sit in the coffee house and just kind of absorb the culture that mm-hmm. and the vibes that's there. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And that allows me to just quietly indulge in indulge in the moment of it's my moment. No one's asking me to be mommy. Mm-hmm. No one's asking me to be fiance. No one's asking me to be hairstylist. No one's asking me to be bill payer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just in control. Mm-hmm. And I am deciding that right now, it's about me and how this coffee tastes and how I feel. Mm-hmm. And I will, I will get dressed up just to go sit at Starbucks or the mm-hmm. Iron Bank or the coffee, coffee caboose or the underground cafe, wherever mm-hmm. I am. Mm-hmm. I will, you think I'm going on a date. And the <laughs> I am is for me. Mm-hmm. You're dating yourself. <laughs> um, for me, yeah. Another thing that I do, um, I love to go outside. Mm-hmm. And I'm a country girl versus Mississippi. And mm-hmm. I love digging my bare feet in the ground. Ooh, no ma'am. Like, no ma'am. My, my, <laughs> my toes have to Oof. take a little crooked dive into the earth. No ma'am. <laughs> I can't do that. Not outside. I can't. <laughs> I I love it. I, and I've always thought as a little girl, and I didn't know what it was until I got older. Mm-hmm. Where they call it grounding. Okay. You know where they when you when you put your yeah. when you put mm-hmm. your physical body to the flat surface to whatever you like the the sand the sand at the beach. I can't stand sand. Cut grass outside or mm. whatever, and you just. Allow yourself to absorb the energy from the earth. Mm. That's actually that sounds really really good. The way you make it sound sounds really amazing. But do you have to have your shoes off? Like, is that something? Can I just wear flip flops and sit on the ground? <laughs> you can, how, how, however, however you want. Okay. <laughs> Mm-hmm. is he goes to float 
Mm-hmm. So for Valentine's Day this past on this past Valentine's Day, for his gift, instead of cologne or a bottle of uh, um, his favorite scotch or whatever, mm-hmm. I got him a three-month membership mm-hmm. to a place called Uptown Float here in the city. Yeah. Where he goes and he just it's a deprivation experience yeah Carlos and I did that a few years ago and it definitely was a deprivation experience Um, (laughs) it was actually interesting but I didn't have a desire to do it again Um, just because of the whole salt water stuff that was too much for me because I felt like I had to clean again after I got done but that see all this is all in my head from taking away from the experience because it was really a fun experience. I mean, it was different. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. We have one here in Orlando. Uh, I don't know if it's still open, but it's called yeah, it's, it's it's named Float too. That's the name of it, Float. Okay. So. It's, it's like you know, I'm like you. I I went one time mm-hmm. went as a day date. He loved it. It, it was great for one time. I, I would prefer the massage. Right, yeah, me too. <laughs> I, you know, I said, if you get me anything, get me a membership at Massage Envy. Mm-hmm. Did you enjoy <laughs> that? Mm-hmm. Would you do it again? So, Not really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, other things I do for self-care, um, one, of the bigger, one of the big things, Reggie, that I've, I've started doing mm-hmm. is I go and I intentionally spend a certain amount of money just on me as a woman. Mm-hmm. I don't go out and buy anything mm-hmm. as a mom or anything for the house mm-hmm. or even for Bay. Mm-hmm. I just go out and say, you know what? Today, I'm going to go buy some press-on nails. Mm-hmm. Today, I'm going to go buy some makeup. Mm-hmm. Today, I'm going to go buy um what else did I say recently but um I, I, I started doing that so I realized financially speaking I wasn't doing anything self-care from uh, self-care financially mm-hmm. everything was always being done for everybody else in the house mm-hmm. and um, I, and we can get so busy wearing the hat and doing for other people financially mm-hmm. that we forget you need some more draws. <laughs> That's true. And, you know, and not and not not the little six pack with the bonus one at from Walmart. Mm-hmm. Go to right. Victoria's Secret. Mm-hmm. Spend that. Get that five for twenty. Go through there. Look for the lacy stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Get you something that's going to make you feel incredible because this is part of self care. And I actually just spent, I bought, <laughs> I bought underwear, lacy, silky, mm-hmm. soft underwear that requires to be washed in a lingerie bag. Mm-hmm. And I haven't done that in so long. And I'm almost 40. Mm-hmm. And I haven't done it in so long. And when I put it on, there's a feeling I get about myself. I'm kinder to my body mm-hmm. in, in, these, in this lacy underwear. Now, yeah, baby can, you know, fiance can enjoy it and take it off with his teeth if he wants to. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's fine and dandy. But I 
I look good now. And, and because of that, I put a full-length mirror in our bedroom. Mm-hmm. So when I put on this cute little lacy set, I look at myself. I'm not looking at myself criticizing my body. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at myself saying, girl, your ass is so cute. <laughs> Girl, I see, I see your little hips coming through. You better keep swimming that little tummy down. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm so much appreciative, appreciative and kinder and nicer to my physical body when I feel good mm-hmm. in these these very luxurious lingerie. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's good. You know, some of the things that you were saying, you know, are small little details, you know, like, a lot of the stuff, you know, you know, some of it does require money, you know, um, in terms of what you choose and what you feel that you like. And, you know, um, it really is trial and error. But a lot of the stuff that you said in terms of like grounding and and, uh, you know, taking, you know, some time to go to your favorite spot are things that, you know, aren't really, you know, as uh, costly as one would think to just have self-care. And I just want to, you know, acknowledge like the fact that you you know, named off so many things uh, that is considered self-care that doesn't require a lot of effort in, in you know, um, money and, and time to do, you know, with the exception of the things that does take money and, and time to do. But um, I never looked at, you know, purchasing things that I liked as, you know, a form of self-care. But I get, you know, looking back at it now, I guess it can be. I'm an electronic guru and I love, like, getting the newest things and, you know, having having that and that does give me a sense of happiness and, and, and connection in terms of technology. Um, but I've just never looked at it in that way. Um, and what I was also going to say is, you know, it's not lost on me either that, you know, self-care doesn't have to be elaborate. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't have to be this thing that, you know, we have to go to, you know, Mount Everest to the top of it to, to find. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And become one with solidarity and one with nature and and all these things. It's really just taking attention to detail to things that you like and focusing on that and just, you know, acknowledging, hey, I like how I feel about this and I want to feel that again. What do I have to do to make that happen, it seems? So I think that's I think that's awesome. I think that's absolutely awesome. Um, So. do you have any other questions, Carlos? No. Because I'm going to make him a star of one of these days. No. Uh, Carlos is going to be a star. Um, do you have any, not, not, this is off topic, but do you have any pets, uh, Patrice? I do. I have Prada. She's a, she's a Shih Tzu Dachshund mix. Oh, Shih Tzu Dachshund. I have to, I have no idea what that looks like, but I love dogs. So, um. <laughs> she's very bougie. <laughs> I mean, with a name like Prada, I would expect so. Um, and, uh, but yeah, um, I, I, uh, I enjoyed this conversation. I definitely enjoyed this conversation for sure. Um, so with that being said, guys, um, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it on up. Um, I want to give Miss Patrice an opportunity to, you know, uh, let you guys know where to find her on social media if she so chooses. Um, And, uh, yeah, you know. So, um, if it's okay, before, before I, um, before I share the information, I want to, I want to say something 
concerning you. If sure. It's okay if I Absolutely. Girl, come on. You know me. Um, <laughs> you know, you recently um, experienced a really close loss in your family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you were and you were posting and sharing um, that journey. Mm-hmm. And it was so beautiful and so... So it was so beautiful. You're trying to make me cry in this piece, Patrice. Don't do that. Uh, don't make me cry. <laughs> I, well, it, hopefully the happy tears. Mm-hmm. But um, it was so beautiful, especially during such a traumatizing year of 2020. And then also, of course, and, and I'm in politics, so the last four years have been truly traumatizing on a national sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... Watching you comfort your mother mm-hmm. while she was on this side of life, she's on the other side mm-hmm. right now, was such a was such a, was such a declaration of self care you exhibited <laughs> because you, I, I believe, when you were sharing photos. You guys holding hands and that smile she had because her baby was by her side. <laughs> and even um, the the process of how to send her off in a beautiful way. Even when you share, you walk that on uh, in the in the family sense alone or away from others that probably could have shouldered together alongside you. But you chose to share your journey, which in turn made people flock to you to share how they were coping or were, I don't want to say coping, I don't like that word, but were healing as well. Like Teresa, Darlena's mom. Right. <laughs> and her sister, Nashada, who came down to see you. <laughs> you know, and just... <clears throat> Just, you know, allowing yourself to be, allowing yourself to be okay with sharing. You know, you just gave yourself permission to be, and that is self-care. Allowing yourself to be present with the emotion, acknowledge it, and then let the healing begin however long it takes. That was beautiful. That, um, I had an old friend tell me uh-huh. was, he cheated on you. Get over it. Mm-mm. And I'm like, I've moved my entire life from a whole different state. Mm-hmm. I have no family here. Mm-hmm. So when we was going through our thing, it was me and my kid. Mm-hmm. And even my in-laws were supporting his affair. Mm. And you want me to get over it after he abused me and all this, it, 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 so I wasn't given permission to even be honest with where I was emotionally. Mm-hmm. And and that is a dangerous place to be. That's when you start thinking about suicide. Mm-hmm. You start thinking about murder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you start thinking these really unhealthy thoughts. So what you did in that experience, in that entire journey of sharing, that was so much self-care to me. Mm-hmm. I never looked at it like that. I was just really feeling like I was just trying to get through the day and um, I wasn't sharing per se because, you know, well, 
I wasn't sharing in the sense that I wanted, you know, to be dramatic. For me, I was just trying to find a sense of understanding because I didn't get how I got there. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was, it was mind-boggling to me. And I've told the story about, you know, my mom passing, unfortunately, and you know, this. I would have to tell you in deeper context in terms of my family members, but uh-huh. you know, I was just so uh, uh, surprised at how we had gotten there. You know, and the, the, what took us to this point, and I was. Almost like I need to, I need to get this ish off my chest because I don't even know how I'm able to do what I'm doing. You know, there were moments when Carlos was like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm amazed at how strong you are, and I'm just like, I'm doing what I have to do. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like it was something that, you know, it was necessary for me to. Like I didn't do it because. You know, I did it mostly because I felt compelled to, um, and I wanted to do my best to make sure that my mom's experience, you know, her last few weeks on earth were a a positive one, was my main goal. And, um, you know, I knew that that was, you know, a a sense of, of, that was a sense of responsibility or duty I felt. And, um, you know, I mean, not to go too deeply into the relationship with my mom, but my mom was mentally ill and, Unfortunately, I've had more years of her being mentally ill than I have as my mother. And the unfortunate part about it is, I mean, when I was younger and well into my adulthood, I actually was very embarrassed by my mom's um, circumstance. Um, Just because, you know, we, we as black people, you know, we consider it to be, you know, a family thing. And, you know, uh, you remember in, um, what was the name of that show? soul food where uncle was up in the uh, room by himself and he was off to you know because uncle was you know going through something mental and it was Mm -hmm. you know everybody knew what was going on but nobody talked about it that's how it was with my mom you know and not having the tools to be able to express what it was was going on i felt embarrassed and i also felt like at some point i was gonna you know ultimately uh, succumb to those circumstances too so when I, when my mom was passing, or I guess you can say passing, you know, I had to reconcile with myself that, you know, this may be her last and I need to make sure that I have a sense of responsibility of making sure everything is cool. I was up there in the hospital every moment I could possibly have, you know, um, every chance I could have gotten. And I will say Phoebe, they pulled out all the stops, you know, in terms of you know, making sure that my experience was good and, you know, being there as much as I, they could possibly be there for my mom. And uh, it was it was grateful. It's just unfortunate that the other circumstances, the people that are supposed to be there, you know what I'm saying, opted out for whatever reason. Um, yeah. You know, but uh, yeah, we, um, it's still some, some days, you know, like for example, when you were saying what you were saying, I do find myself getting teary out about it. I cried too. And uh, it's frustrating because I still have a lot of anger behind some of the stuff that happens. I was talking to to Sia today about it, and you know, I mean, she she has some truth in what she was saying, but it's gonna take me a little bit to figure out where I want to go with this whole relationship in terms of my family members. I don't really know yet, and I'm still in the middle. So, but that's no here nor there. But I appreciate your kind words, and I, you know, some. Sometimes I do stuff, I say stuff, and I feel like I'm just 
throwing it in a you know hot dog in the hallway. You know what I'm saying? Like uh -huh. no one sees it, no one hears it, no one acknowledges it, and you know it could be just that you know those people are going through their level of grievance or whatever, and they you know have a moment of inaction where they can't say something. I'm not sure, but. I appreciate you for noticing and mm. you know that makes me feel good in knowing that I you saw that I wanted to honor my mother in every step of the way you know it wasn't something that I was just doing because I had to do it it was because I wanted right. to so right. thank you for awesome. thank you for that <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> uh, you got me up and crying on my own show goodness <laughs> Are healing. Yeah, That's what I come to learn. yeah, and it, you know, to be honest, I'm not a person that cries. Like I have never really, other than when I watched The Stars Born, <laughs> that was the one movie that I boohoo cried on. But that was also because me and Carlos was going through something at that time. But um, I'm not a crier per se, and I'm not saying that in a bad way. It's just that. I've been able to express myself with words. I guess that's a form of self-care too, of being able okay. to take inventory about how I feel and not have to use that emotion to emote what it is I'm trying to feel or what I'm feeling. And, right. you know, as of recent, it's like, you know, we'll bring up the conversation about my mom and I'll find myself, you know, eyes welling up with tears or, you know, I find myself sniffling, not because I want to, you know, it's more or less because I can't really control it. So maybe I've tapped into a level of vulnerability that I didn't have before. Um, and I'm okay with that. I don't mind, you know, telling people or saying to people that I cry. Because it is what it is. It's a sad situation. And I'm still trying to make sense of it myself. So. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but we're going we gonna to make it happen. We're going to get it through, you know, do all the things that we got to do. Um, and I'm upset. I'm, I'm upset for a little bit, uh, Patrice. There was a section, and you're going to notice it when I, uh, I play this back, where it stopped recording. <laughs> yeah. It's, I'm sorry, I got long-winded. No, 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 no. Not that. It was when you were telling me about the self-care stuff. I'm not really concerned about that. Uh, about the stuff in terms of... Because I felt that was very personal, and there was a reason why it stopped. I think it was meant for me to hear. Um, and it's funny how God works in certain ways, but... Um, the amount of bars that I recorded this thing on stopped. So it was like, okay, you've met the amount of bars. So I had to go back in and add more bars and start recording again. So it's going to pick up where we left off. Okay. <sighs> but I appreciate that, man. Um, thank you. I, hmm. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I'm speechless, I guess. Um, but I appreciate you for noticing. I've always known that there's... I don't have a power discernment as strong as you do. I mean, and I'm not comparing that in a, you know, as a shot to myself. It's just that I'm, I feel like things are sometimes are organic and I don't necessarily put stock into why I'm, I get you know, what I feel. I just take it for what it's worth. And I've always known that you have a, a, a greater sense of discernment um, that I think is amazing. And... Um, you know, I mean, some would call profit, call it uh, prophetizing or prophetist. Um, you know, some would call it intuition. Some would call it a, a grace from God. But I, de I definitely think it's all of those things, Patricia. And I appreciate you for your vulnerability and being the leader in terms of, you know, creating conversations among black folks that don't get a chance to be 
um, spoke about. And you're going to be a licensed trichologist. So there's that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, I, um, that's all I got. If you want to, anything else you need to say or, or, you know, anything else that you would like to say, the floor is yours, ma'am. Thank you. Um, I would just like to add, um, just, you know, when we think of, when, when you think of self-care, ask yourself what, what space, what vibe, what energy, what food, what drink, what, um, what can help you feel your best so that you can be your best for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when, uh, when we go on flights, you know, the, I'm so sorry, she is barking. When we go on flights, mm-hmm. um, you know, the flight attendant tells you, you know, in case of an emergency, put on your oxygen mask first mm-hmm. and kind of, you know, approach your self-care routine like that. Cause mm-hmm. you can't, you can't be who you are to the people in your life until who you need to be for yourself first. Mm-hmm. I can't, you know, I can't be an, an incredible mom to my son You want to let them know where you find uh, where to find you on social media, or at least yeah, your so, podcast. Yeah, so on um, Instagram, I am at Patrice, not underscore, not underscore Patricia. Mm-hmm. Um, and on Facebook, I am Patrice iHeart Hair Renee. Patrice iHeart Hair Renee. <laughs> Patrice iHeart Hair Renee, and my website for my business is www.amazonmarysusan cat Amazon Mary <laughs> why my it's MC I'm sorry mcmhsalon.com alright now you better have a website alright Patrice <laughs> <laughs> well thank you so much again for hanging out with us and having this conversation um, I really appreciate all the kind things you've said as I said there and uh, yeah you know don't give up on your I know you haven't given up on your podcast but you know, if you could revisit some ideas and stuff like that, and I appreciate you saying that I inspire you, but um, yeah. Absolutely. I'm going to have to have you again, because I, I was thinking about a series I was going to do mm-hmm. on Hey Sis Hey and on Facebook Live, so keep your eye on your DM. Okay, absolutely. Well, guys, I appreciate you hanging out. Thank you so much. That was another episode of Reggie's Expressions. Again, that was Patrice. I heart hair on uh, Facebook, and Patrice underscore not underscore Patricia on Instagram? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, I got it. Yes. All right, so you guys enjoy your night. Don't forget to subscribe, share, like, follow, and leave comments. We appreciate them here. Um, And enjoy your night. Peace. Bye, guys. Bye.